ladies and gentlemen, it's the Deranged Penguin Podcast. Welcome to it. Second episode of the night. <sighs> yeah, Dell's been Ooh. fiddling around with his sound. He wants to sound, like, cool. I told him that's impossible. Um, last time we out, folks, we talked about uh, your birth, Gina. Yeah. Well, not your birth, but no. the birth that you did. <laughs> you birthed someone. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, my mother says, <laughs> I don't remember my mommy on the show. Um, I mean, you know, like, so if I don't know, if you're not up to date, you're just like picking this one at random for some reason. I, I, can, I can see that happening. Uh, last episode, we talked about uh, the new kid, the experience that it was, right? Um, all the positives and negatives and neutrals and free radicals, I guess. I don't know. Um, and you know. We've just been kind of dealing with it. It's on our side, like I said. I've continued to make meals. I know Del's very skeptical. Gina, since that episode, what have you thought of my chef skills? I mean, you you took a hard shift from, like, spaghetti to, like, filet mignon. <laughs> and uh, it's been great, but... Uh, I don't know. Uh, you're just trying to make me look bad, I guess. <laughs> Is it sustainable? Yeah. Do you think that he's going to run out? He's going to no, get I'm bored of it. I'm already it's tired. Already not sustained. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. Last two days, like Gino's like, so what's for? What are you going to make the kids for breakfast tomorrow? And I was like, I have no ideas. <laughs> Nothing. Cheerio. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I didn't even think of that as an option. Uh, yeah. Some of it is because I'm. I was just already getting kind of tired, right? Because there's no. I think it was like, you know, someone was like, all right, the weekend's coming up. And I was like, I did not even know what day it was. It was just like every day was the exact yeah, same. Yeah, we don't, we don't have weekdays and weekends yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's all one big And, you know, so Gina had told me, day. she was like, hey, well, you're just being ambitious here, you know, like, and, because uh, I, and she was like, I was looking at this recipe. I was like, hey, look, you can make a, uh, what is it, a biscotti, right? And she yeah. was like, mm, I like biscotti. And I was like, all right, well, I was looking at the ingredients. I can make it right now. And I got up, and I made it right then and there, right? Which is cool. We ate it, and it was good. By the way, it was pretty tasty. Made it, it with whole good. almonds. Next time, I'm probably going to chop those up. But it was good. It was a pistachio almond recipe. I swapped out uh, those for almonds because I didn't have any pistachios. Anyway. Um, but, you know, Gino just kind of saying, like, you know, that's a little ambitious. And, yeah, I mean, it's all fun. It was all good. It was good times. Uh, but I was at the grocer, the market. Uh, every day I was there for like four days in a row. Like the, the cashier guy like recognized me. Was so like, was I right? Back. About what? That it's not sustainable? Your ambition. Uh no, I mean no really. I think it's it's fun. I did run out of ideas though. <laughs> I, I Audience will let you be the judge. You you just heard him say it himself and uh well, all right. just well, leave it at that. <laughs> two things are happening to me. One, uh I'm tired. Like, cause I stayed up to like two watching Mortal Kombat, which is not a good ass movie. It's a terrible movie. It's the worst it looks possible terrible. movie. Uh, it, the newest know, one? Yeah. It was. I mean, it's on HBO Max. I was like, all right, let's see what's up. It's, you know, midnight. I already watched what? So so I Married an Axe Murder, a funny movie, right, from way back when. I was like, let me just watch this because I'm not really sleepy. I just watch it. Um, and, you know, whatever. It's not good. Uh, too many of that, right? Because like, I think that some other night I stayed up to make uh, tortillas, right? Tortillas. I made, I stayed up and made those. 
Ambitious. Again, it was fine. It was fine. I wanted to make some tortillas or they're good. Thought they were quality. I made them twice. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I did all this stuff. I had a lot of energy. Two whole and times. I ex- and I executed it. Uh, well, I mean, it's like the, the I made it two whole times in the last, what, like five years? So, yeah. Um, and uh, all that, all that meaning that I was getting tired. It was catching up to me. And I also stayed up really late playing Frostpunk, which finally came out on Mac OS. And so I I just kind of don't have any energy left. Um, so a little bit of that. And then I kind of ran out of ideas. And also I feel broke. Like I, I spent like a lot of money at the grocery store like two, three days in a row. And once you see that, you're I like, mean, dang. When you're going in daily to buy caviar and <laughs> filets mignon, yeah. you you go broke. I mean, look, so like, yeah, Gina's like, you could have just ordered some of this stuff. I was like, yeah, but I mean, you don't get to pick out the vegetables. I like to talk to my butcher. Yeah. Uh, we I was like, what's up? So what's this cow like, right? I mean, was he an asshole? I only eat asshole cows. You know what I mean? Like the ones that were bullying other people for the best piece of grass. That's the kind of cow I want to consume. Um, I mean, yeah, so you get to choose something, you know, like you said like HEB chooses weird things sometimes for you. Weird substitutions it for happens you. occasionally, yes. And you don't have that was the serendipity as like as the last time I went right with my kid, uh, we're walking by. We walked through I don't know the baking section, and I saw a cake. I saw a chocolate cake, and I was like, oh yeah, this uh, this broad, meaning my wife, she likes the chocolate cake, and so I got her a chocolate cake. I was like, we can just make some chocolate cake for dessert. That'll be dessert tonight, and I made a cake, and it was good. And everybody enjoyed it. Ambitious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all I'm hearing is it doesn't sound like unless you unless you are somebody's personal chef or working in a restaurant, <laughs> what you're doing does not sound sustainable on a long term basis. I mean, it, it is not because I mean, I did go from meals. <laughs> Jada called one of the meals I made like a hodgepodge. And it was kind of I was like, let's get some make sure we got some kale in here, some, you know, green vegetables and maybe like a meat protein, as the douches say. And, you know, whatever. And then it went from that to, like, all right, I got this recipe. And I was, like, tossing to whatever. It was like, man, Shop in this, mes- this menu has, like, eight times it tells Julianning. me to toss. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I had to look. It, yeah. it, was, it was using some French terms in there. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I had to dig deep. It, it wasn't just, going. like, make, make some fish sticks. You know what I mean? It was, like, yep. prepare the fish, you know, like that. <laughs> When I when I decided the first time to get when I decided to get get health healthy like be healthy in my lifestyle not eat out all the time gonna cook my own food it was about a week maybe two weeks of doing it and yeah and like dirtying I didn't have a dishwasher and it, it, I like dirty sucks. every pan in my entire house you know yeah. and and use like four cutting boards and all this stuff and I was like I can't. I got to find some like go to one dit one pot uh, takes like three things, uh, three ingredients. Like what can I eat? That's like cereal four times a week. I do that. (laughs) I mean, baked baked chicken, my, my chicken and bok choy and my curry were what I, what I ended up doing. I ate it all the freaking time. I was, uh, I was making fun of Gina for a while there. I was like, man, I just got oatmeal again. huh? But I know why I, I knew why she was doing it first, but then also, yeah, it's cause like, 
waking up, and then you got like some breakfast. Now there. that you know it firsthand, it's real. Yeah, well, it's, the thing is, like, <laughs> it got to the point where I was thinking as I was getting ready to go to sleep, like, oh, what am I going to make for breakfast tomorrow? Uh, like not. It's like I had to get up and go to work. Like, uh, what do I got to do tomorrow? Oh, okay, I got to make breakfast. What I got? I got eggs. Um, I'm kind of running low on those eggs, and I did want to make the put those in the uh, the egg noodles later at lunchtime. You know what I mean? Just that's what I'm saying. Audience, I, I, I know you're hearing this. Yeah. I don't need to comment. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So like, uh, yeah, it, it was like I don't really feel, especially, especially when these kids. Do not eat anything. You know, they, they like refuse to do it. Yeah, these kids don't eat anything. One day they eat everything I put on their plate. The next day, I didn't even give them like the same thing. Cause I, didn't, I figured like, if I give them the same thing, they're going to eat it. I gave them a similar thing, and they were just like, nope. <laughs> didn't even touch it. And, uh, I mean, you know, I know this is true. I know Gina said this, but I'm just, you know, it just. It is frustrating. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. So this is a lesson in empathy as well, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, I knew this is the case. I knew that's what Gina was saying. In your I, head, I, man, but you didn't yeah. know it in your heart. You gotta, No, I mean... It, in your I, soul. I, I, well, I'm, I'm talking about, like, the, the, the slow drip, right? Because, <laughs> I mean, I think the only one thing that, it, that we order in, right, was pizza in, like, the last two and a half weeks. About right, so I mostly made everything. Yeah, I don't even know if we did that. Yeah. We had pizza one day because I know I always said, Let's get some pizza, yeah, but it was right. breakfast, lunch, dinner was by me for a good two weeks, something like that. Good portion of two weeks. Also, some desserts in there. I baked a cake, baked some, uh, but it's over now. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> But it's also, man, like it's it's coming up with recipes and cooking. Like it's a creative process too, and it takes creative energy to do that. And like, how you only have so much creative energy a day, right? Maybe when you're on leave, you can you can spend it on doing things like that. But it's it's the same reason that Steve Jobs wore the same outfit every day, so he didn't have to expend any creative energy thinking about it. You know? Yeah. Well, I will say so. Like this sort of I, I, this, like I said. I plan to make a bunch of stuff. I'm planning to do this. I was excited to do it. I still am excited to do this. And I, I have wanted to make some things that I saw. Like you said, we get the New York Times paper, right? And they got the what to cook this week. And it's not that I'm partial to New York Times. Well, I guess I am, but it's not like I chose them just without looking. Because like, we get the local paper, too, and theirs sucks, right? When they don't even use, It's like a newsletter. But we also get like a newsletter for the, the neighborhood. And I think that is better than the San Antonio Express News. It's like same quality. Uh, the same guy prints it, I think. Um, anyway, the pictures are in black and white. It's not. It's not as good, right? It's nowhere near as good. So the New York Times, they got a whole cooking section. They've done it forever, right? So they're drawing on some past hits there, whatever. Um, and you know, they had a couple items in there. And I was like, yeah, I want to try those. So I did. We, tr- you know, I tried them. And as I, I was looking through there, uh, like I said, to try to solve these the children problem, right? Where one eats a sp- specific kind of thing and the other one doesn't. Uh, I'm like, all right, I got to make her some special dishes. And so that was the plan, right? So I'm like, all right, let me look through, see what they got. She likes noodles. She's a pasta kind of person. What they got, you know what I mean? Uh, also, made, you know, some various snacks in there, hither and thither. Like some, uh, some cannellini. Like a little sa- I don't know what it is, like a salad. What did you call that, Gina? 
And uh, you're me- reaching yeah, over to I guess it was kind of a salad. Yeah. That was good. I mean, so my point in saying all that is that, like, the New York Times, like, recipe thing is designed for that. Like, what you're saying. Like, a lot of this is quick should take 25 minutes, 35 minutes. Like, it's part of a larger meal normally, but we'll, you know, teach you how to make it in one sheet pan. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. So those have been useful. And I, I can say, uh, you know, as a noob trying out those recipes, they all hit, you know. I, I, you know, I changed up a couple of things here and there. Some things didn't really make any sense to me. Uh, that's just because, like I said, I'm not really used to all their terminology or whatever uh, all the time. I'm like, what do they mean by this? <laughs> and then so I just check with Gina. Like, what am I doing it right? She's like, yes. Although you need to do this, that, and the other. All right. That's basically it. So there you go. You're right. It does take a lot of creative energy. I don't think that it's completely unsustainable. For us, I think, but that's that's kind of what we're, you know, the plan is, uh, you know, we did want to do a little bit more like vegetables. Felt like we were eating out too much, you know, the way everybody was yeah. in the pandemic. It's been nice. You eat it, you make stuff at home, and then you watch like a Taco Bell commercial, and that's pretty revolting. You know, yeah. you're just like that doesn't even look like food, there, man. What is that? Food doesn't look like that. You know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I know. Oh, that's that's the aforementioned child. Look at him. We you have something to say here? Uh, of course he had He thing. said he likes mom's cooking best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, cooked a dish out of the New York Times today, tonight. Oh, yeah? What was it? It was French-style French, French style lentils with garlic and thyme. Uh, it's pronounced thyme. Thyme. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Thyme. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was excellent, dude. I've I've only this is the second time I ever knowingly have eaten it. Lentils, and it's my favorite dish. Uh, I think I did week. see that one like as a recommended to make. I I think I'm allergic to lentils. I think Gina tried to make me some lentil really? soup, and and I nearly died. So it's not really my favorite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you try to serve that to me, I know that you are trying to kill me. So yeah. Next time y'all visit, I'm gonna make you the best lentil <laughs> lentils with thyme and garlic. I think the only thing that I messed up, I didn't like, but we saved it. Gina kind of saved it today, uh, as per plan. Was some fajitas I made. I didn't really like them. I mean, it's, I'm not a big fan of fajitas anyway. Beef fajitas, they're always yeah. a little chewy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I I did buy them just like in a little H E B packet, so maybe that was my big mistake. But I was trying to be just you know. Efficient. efficient, right? Um, but anyway, I mean, you know, that was that was kind of that. Gina made some soup out of it, as per the plan. Uh, and I think it's a little. It coincides a little bit with you just kind of feeling a little bit better, right? Um, and then also me burning out. So. Yep. Yeah, you're just like uh, I don't even think you asked me today. You're just like, all right, I'm just gonna go make it. But it didn't look like anything was gonna happen. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I mean, a little bit that. Our kid was kind of sleeping. I, I stayed up a little late, and then I, I I didn't really get. I haven't been getting the best sleep and all that, just because I've been popping up trying to help these stupid kids out. You know. Mm. <laughs> well, I, on the other hand, have been sleeping amazingly. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. I know. It actually hasn't been that bad, but I am very tired. Like I, I think there's just this week. It's like caught up with both of us. Whatever energy we came home with. With the kid is like petering out because I've consistently been getting like 
maybe seven and a half hours of sleep a night in like yeah. a five and then two and a half hour back to back stretch, which is pretty good with a newborn. But still, this week I just feel like no energy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I probably can take a little bit more advantage of everybody's nap time, you know, and do that nap thing. But, you know, it's also when you're like, yeah, maybe I can watch a movie that I've been wanting to watch or something. Uh, I mean, I fully admit it's my my own doing. And this is not it's not unusual for me because this is how I do work. If you listen to me and you're like a, a guy I work with, you're going to be like, yeah, it sounds like Adam. Like sometimes he bursts in there and he's just like knocking a whole bunch of code out. And then the next week he's just like, yeah. <laughs> I'll get around to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. I mean, you know, like that's that's just kind of it. Like I don't run at a steady pace. I kind of speed up and then a little slow down, and that's fine. I'm I'm used to that, and I, I know that's kind of how I run. So I, I'm, I was kind of expecting this a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think what you just got to know yourself, right? You as a person, so you know that's what you do. You're like, I'm gonna be super productive this week, and so therefore I will be very productive. I'm not gonna waste any of this energy i have and maybe like uh, is it like a manic phase maybe maybe i'm a little bipolar i don't know uh but i'm fine but uh, you know it's, it's all good uh but yeah i mean like it's nothing crazy i just there's a lot of it that i was excited to do right you know in the way that you're excited about anything new right relatively new i'm like yeah i can i'm bake a cake how do you bake a cake and i baked a cake i think that was the first or second cake i've ever baked i think i've supported Somebody baking a cake before. <laughs> I was in the spoon licking. Yeah, like oh, can I lick the spoon? <laughs> like that was. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> I mean, the spoon ain't gonna lick itself, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, how many cakes have you baked, uh, Delner? I don't do a lot of baking. Ah, man. Yeah, that's a that's a that's question a no with a very cakes. specific answer that we're needing there. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> think how much baking. You've well, done I'm trying to think if I've ever baked a cake versus just like making brownies or something. He's Prob- searching his brain. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. I don't Probably. see why you would ever make a cake. Well, <laughs> somebody's birthday, maybe. Nah, Del's, Del's more <gasps> no. of a. I'll buy you a birthday. Yeah, cake, I would. Or buy, it's I'll more go like get one. Yeah. Hey, I forgot it's your birthday today. What Let about me cupcakes? look bake. No, probably not. Baking in general, though, is like I just oh, have never touched it because no, I think it's like <laughs> all the principles of baking like ap- apply to everything that you bake. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people who bake like just understand like the ratios and all this stuff, and they just can do it. And I'm saying that you can learn. I'm not saying you can't learn how to do it, but it's like something I've not chosen to invest time in you know because i feel like to be good and consistently good you have to invest time and energy into it yeah no normally people just say practice but yeah you can say invest time and energy and well i mean on the one hand it's not even though it's more precise than cooking it's not that different in that you can just grab a recipe and mostly get out the result you know that you put in the effort for but I think the only place where that differs is when you get to like doughs, like breads yeah. and stuff like that. See, I suck at making and bread. That, yeah, I really suck at that too. Yeah, I think uh, there's there's a lot of that, right? Like I know, um, like I said, I ca- sort of encountered it when I made some tortillas, which is it's like flat bread, right? Bread, just flat. Um, and then there's uh, yeah, I suck I, at those. <laughs> 
And then I made, I, I was, you know, I was talking with my mom who's made those days like, you know, forever. I was like, so what? You know, she, she can't really tell me because she just kind of does it by feel. She just knows like exactly. this has too much whatever. But that, you can do that in a lot of things, right? Like, I mean, uh, just kind of going back to something you know, is like music is something that, yeah, you know the specific rules, but also you can just feel when a time change is coming, right? You're just like, oh, it's, we're just going it, right. to, you know. And then somebody else is like, well, how did you know? And you're just like, well, it's a lot of experience, but also just the intuitive understanding of the basic rules, the basic structure. So, yeah, it's like, you know, a dough, you know, like I was making the, um, what was it? What was it called again? Biscotti. Mm-hmm. I was making the biscotti, and it's like, ah, you want it sticky. I'd never made it before. I'm like, how sticky? Because I know it could be like sort of tacky sticky or it could be just like i there's i'm inside of this biscotti dough and it's trying to eat me alive you know what i mean like right. the blob kind what does it mean but i'm sure if i made it 100 times you know in a month that i would just look at it and know what's what stage it's going to be in you bring right. up another good point there because a lot of there in the recipes i've read what what i make i made something toffee pudding or something over uh holidays sticky toffee pudding. yeah and i can't i found out on the other side that a lot of the language that they use it seems very kind of like like um non it's so nonchalant but it means very specific and things that you only know if you've been doing it for a long time. And I've, so it's very precise, but they speak about it in almost a coded language. And I just, I hate it. I get so obsessive about it. Like I'll, I'll, if something messes up is messed up, I'll just throw the whole thing out and start over if I have time. (laughs) And I thought about doing that with that, but we didn't have time to do it. Um, but I did do it. it It was okay. It was okay. It was good. I mean, it tasted good, but, I'm he's sitting there eating it and thinking in my head, oh man, imagine how much better it could have been, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's why I've just kind of shied away from it. I think. Yeah, I. You remind me of Adam saying that um, about the language that they use, and I don't know if it's like a personality thing that maybe y'all have in common, where it like you take it very literally. Like I we're having those discussions when he's making certain things like you know it says mix it well what does well mean <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like, you know like fully incorporated like you can't distinguish it anymore but i don't know it's it's maybe because i've cooked or baked for longer than he has that i don't you know have that same kind of dilemma when i encounter yeah. those words maybe i would have you know back in the day but it seems a little more obvious to me, and I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, experience, yeah. Like Adam said, there is an intuition that comes from doing it a lot, I think. Yeah. But I'd, I don't want to go to school for 18 years to learn how to bake, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and yeah. so I'd rather yeah, let other people who know how to do it and have a passion for it do it. Um, yeah, I prefer cooking yeah. and baking as well. So I what was the specific term that you were talking easily. about? Um, well, I give the example about like mix well. Yeah, it'll, I don't it'll say mix well, but don't overwork it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I I think what needs to happen. I mean, um, that that's all language, though, right? That's all communication. It's like I remember, like in soccer, and saying we need good passes, good passes, guys. But we were a very inexperienced team. Dell, uh, I think you were on that team. 
and I think somebody was like, we need to figure out what, we need to define, readily define what good passes means, right? Yeah. Some people don't know, but if you've played enough soccer, if you've been on a team, you know what a good pass is, right? If I say, hey, good passes, that means nothing wild, nothing risky, something solid under control, you know, from one person to another person um, with very little uh, risk that it's going to fail, right? Um, but there are some people that just don't know that you mean that. They're like, what do you mean? I passed it to you. What's the big deal? Right. It right? went in your direction. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and that's the other part, too, is that, like, what are we – I don't know. My wife's handing me my child, and I don't know what's happening. Oh, he duped. Uh, yeah, I had to run upstairs. Uh, if I sound out of breath right now, and I think I do. <laughs> Uh, I was like, why are they shouting down the stairs at me, these kids? Uh, well, one of the kids got all the toilet paper, as you do. Everybody does this. And had it bundled up as like a mini pillow in their bed. So I was like, don't do this. You know? I mean, there's not, what do you say? There's not really much you, your like repertoire of, you know, responses to that are like, no. We, this is one of the things we don't want to do, right? And then, I mean, there's questions like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I get it. It's like, why Why would you not? I, it, I guess it is fun. Um, and re- really, mostly my answer is just I just want them to go to sleep. Right. I don't want you to do anything else but sleep right now. It's sleep time. It's not ball up the, all the toilet paper and lay on it like a pillow time, you know? So we we provide reasonably comfortable pillows. <laughs> uh, you don't need to, you know, MacGyver your own from the toilet paper. You know Which I mean? is not going to do much for you. No, but the, the whole thing is, I mean, it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. Teenagers the world over have toilet paper in people's houses because <laughs> they realize how fun that kind of thing is. Um, yeah, so uh, that's, that's kind of why I missed Del and Gina's uh, response to the baking thing. Uh, I mean, you know, baking a cake is easy, especially if you use, like, cake mix. I mean, I wasn't out here mixing the, you know, all the stuff, doing it from, from scratch, but... Do you have even a mixer or do you do it mix it by hand? Uh, I mixed it with a mixer, a hand yeah. mixer, like a cheapy one, yeah. right? I mean, you could do it, you can do it by hand, but I don't know. There's a lot of stuff like that, like, why would you do that, right? Yeah, well, because I don't like, have one. I don't have a mixer, but... <laughs> yeah. Huh? Gina says she always does it by hand. Oh. <laughs> she said she's too lazy to get the mixer. That's see, that's advanced level stuff there. It's like all right. So again, like with the tortillas, right? I'm making them. You have a comal there, which is just a cast iron like flat pan. And I am not at my mom's level. My mom's level is just one to eyeball everything, right? She just eyeballs the measurements. She doesn't measure with a cup. She just like, how many am I making? She didn't even count. She doesn't know. She's like. Kind of looks at the people, gauges how hungry they they are, and says, like, "All right, I'm gonna make this amount." And just kind of reaches in and does it that way. Like, I'm not at that level. I'm like measured by whatever. Gina makes fun of me sometimes for doing that. You know, like, hey, you can give it to me. Um, I'm asking for my kid. He's always disappointed that I I don't have the boob. <laughs> What's up, kid? Um, yeah, you know, like. Gina always makes fun of me for obeying the directions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, chop finely. And I'm like, all right, cool. 
I'm like finally chopping, and she looks at me like, "You just can kind of just cut it." Like, it's it's finally chop it. I'm gonna finally chop. Uh, but you know, like so doing that, she like grabs it off the comal with her hand. You know what I mean? Like just grabs the tortilla and flips it over with her hand. You know, like I gotta use. I mean, you know, I've burned my thumb too many times to to really stick with that. You gotta keep burning until you don't feel it anymore. Though. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little Build bit of that callus. callus. Yeah. I gotta use my guitar hand callus, mm-hmm. you know, the left hand. Uh, but you know, that my thumb is not calloused enough there, so it doesn't really quite work. Uh, yeah, I mean, so you know, we're all at different levels. I don't think that's bad. You, you just like as you were alluding to, some practice there. That's all that is, Dell. Yeah. You know, you were like, what did you call it? Time and time, energy. Investment, time, and, you know, desire. Just called practice. Well, but you can practice. Hey there, boy. You can practice and not and not really grow at all, right? There's shitty practice and there's good yeah, practice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like you got to do it. Pay attention to what you're doing. Invest yourself, then, your time, and your energy. I, can, I just practice to me. You <laughs> know what I mean? Practice it. Practice. Man, this he's kid. a lot more active this week than he was last week. Well, he slept. And he I slept. thought we were like perfectly in yeah. this nap time right now. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be great. He's going to be asleep. Yeah. He was uh, no. completely out leading up to this moment. Um, you know, whatever. He's about right, though. He, he'll do this like off and on until about midnight. And then he's out until five. <laughs> and then he eats again. And then sleeps until about 7.30 or 8. Sounds like a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like an awesome life. <laughs> <laughs> get, up, get some breakfast at 5, and then I'm going to be out for a while. So, Dell, that's what we did this week, right? I mean, uh, oh, oh, you know, I did mention I was going to do some Carvana this week. That finally went through. I think I'm going to get our car. You found a van? A minivan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to I ordered it. I knew what I was Got to get. I think originally it was supposed to come today or something like that. It's in an Astro van or a Dodge Caravan or. It's a Chrysler Pacifica, like uh-huh. the best van that you mm. can get. You know, I mean the other ones like the Honda. I think they're they're shtick. They're like, hey, we're gonna have the technology here, but none of them got the stow and go, man. And I've I've tried that stow and goes. <laughs> the it's the. Tits. Uh, you got to do it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, what was I gonna say? So. I bought through Carvana. You know, usually all my car purchases, all our car purchases have been through a dealership. You know, the whole deal. You get some shitty coffee. You have the terrible conversation. There's the back and forth, right? You know, where they're like, this kid's upset right now. (laughs) Just watching him be upset. Um, You know, you've been to a dealership. You know, everybody pretty much that's listened to the show has been the dealership you get you get the deal so i was like all right let me just check this out carvana right i've basically purchased a home online right we used uh redfin for a last home purchase uh and did like rocket mortgage so a lot of that was you know quick and easy you know what i mean i've gotten loans in the interim just online you know what i mean like it's 2021 i think everybody here has done pretty much every major transaction in their life online pretty much. I don't I can't remember the last time I signed anything with a paper. Uh, you know, using yeah. a paper. Yeah. Um so here's the problem. Bank of America. Bank of America is the problem. 
they're who we got our auto loan financing from, and uh, and basically it. W- my issue with Carvana is that is that they call you immediately after you do whatever, which right. is not really something I want. But I get it; they're just trying to be helpful. I can I get especially if it's like you're a little skeptical of the whole thing. You're like, I I think I bought a car, but I'm not sure. And they just call you like, hey, everything went well, blah blah blah. Um, so that's a little annoying. They do that and they text you and they email you. So they give you the whole suite of communications right there. And it's a little out of order. I got a call. I answered. I communicated with that person. I hung up. Then I got a text saying, Hey, someone's going to be calling you soon. <laughs> uh, and I was like, no, they're, they better not. You know, like, so that was a little confusing. Just little things like that were a little confusing. Um, but you know, it was all pretty straightforward. Uh, there's a lot of a little legwork that you know I had to do. They're like, all right, take a picture of your odometer. I wanted to do a trade in, right? Take a picture of your odometer. Uh, you know, also take a picture of you know like the your, fr- your front and back of your driver's license, and then uh, you know just stuff like that. And you got to upload it. All that pretty straightforward. Um, again, if you bought had a mortgage, bought a house, like gotten a mortgage online, very similar. Um, I think I showed you that. Did you? Am I lying there, Gina? Mostly showed you what I was doing there. Yeah. It's uh, accurate. Yeah. Uh, again, the problem was Bank of American. Uh, and, you know, they, you know, I was going to, Carvana was like, here, we got some financing for you. We'll give you like 4%. I was like, that doesn't sound good. You know, APR. You know, Bank of America literally had just emailed me like, hey, you know, they just been trying to get me to get a checking. I just got a credit card with them. And they're like, hey, we got it. Checking account, you want a checking account? How about a business checking account? How about a mortgage? How about an auto loan? How, you know, they're just doing that, right? So I was like, right. you know what? I'll try the auto loan. Let me just see what's up, right? See what's up with Bank of America. Um, so I applied. And here's what I was expecting. A response. Fairly immediately, right? Just let me know whether I got it. Let me know if I'm pre-qualified or whatever. And uh, so that didn't happen. They're like, well, somebody will get with you by the end of the day. All right, cool. Um, and so I just let the Carvana thing, it was kind of ticking, ticking. And I was like, you know what? Let me just say no, and I'll just take the Carvana's. A uh, little bit pricier financing, but it's not, whatever. It's fine. I just kind of want it done. I just want this van. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'm that lazy. Um, you know, or I'm that in a hurry just to complete this transaction and move on to, you know, my chicken Le Cordon Bleu. <laughs> uh, I didn't make that, but yeah. Um, so... It turns out uh, they Carvana kind of messed up, and they're like, "Hey, we had a weird thing happening. There's a weird quirk here, and like for some reason we can't upload your document." And then it was fine because I was looking at it, and it turns out I didn't want this particular Chrysler Pacifica. I wanted a different one. So I was like, "You know what? It's cool, guys. Can I just cancel that transaction? I just want this other one." They're like, "Sure, no big deal," because the next day, Bank of America says, "Hey, you're approved." Uh, and it's a better interest rate. I forget what it was, like 2, 2% or something like that. Um, I was like, sweet, that's better for me. I'll take that one, right? Then I'll come in with my own finance. It shouldn't be a big deal. Surely I can complete this auto loan transaction today, like this morning, right? I mean, it, why would it take very long? I don't imagine that it should take that long. Sure, I got to maybe upload some documents. I don't know what, right? You know, verify some income. Shouldn't be a big deal, right? Whatever they need, I got it. I'm here. Um, nothing. They don't respond. Uh, I don't get like an email. I, it's just like your loan's approved. Just we'll contact you about it. I'm like, 
okay, is it going to be today? <laughs> is it good? Turns out it was like the next day, and they called me as I was driving. Uh, and they're like, yeah, so, you know, we're just going to send you some, like, they're just checking out some numbers, right? Like, verifying my name, right. address, whatever. We'll send you some documents. I was like, cool, that's going to be my email, verify my email, cool, cool. We're all good. Uh, I expected them that day. Like, if not the next 10 minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> After that call. Yeah. It didn't or come. while you're on the phone call. It did not come for three days. <laughs> Three days. It, it, it was like Monday. So then like Carvana's like, um, and I think Carvana had an inkling about this. Because when I put down that I had like Bank of America finance in already, they're like, okay, so Bank of America's a little unusual. And they basically fund these things like at the end of the day at a certain period of time, whatever. Uh, I was like, they sent us a list of all the things that are funded. And then, and then we just have to see if your name's on that list. And that's how we'll know, whatever. I was like, okay, whatever, no, fine. I didn't, I just thought that was just a quirk of the way they send them the information, right? Right. Whatever. Banks are giant organizations. You know, they move very slowly. Cool. Um, but yeah, three days later, like Carvana is leaving messages like, hey, Adam, uh, we haven't got that financing yet. So we're just going to just extend this out three days, but that might affect your delivery day. But, you know, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Three days later, we get the documents to sign. Yeah. Just they emailed it to me, you know, uh, and so I w I didn't think that was gonna be possible. Like later on that day in the afternoon, I called them. I was like, "It's gonna be like three. Let me just give them a call end of the day. Uh, make sure nothing's wrong, right? Because I don't really wanna. I just wanna, you know, I got all this time right now, right? I don't wanna just wait. Called them up, uh, waited on hold for like thirty minutes, and I was like, "Dude, so you know what's up?" He's like, "Oh yeah, um, so you you're in a queue." And we'll be sending those, and those typically go out after 48 hours. Uh, you know, sometimes it's earlier, sometimes it's a little bit later, but it's within 48 hours. <laughs> and I was like, why? He's like, ah, it's just, you know, kind of a process and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we got it. We signed it. Later on that day, like literally the afternoon, they were like, hey, we got your documents. Thanks for those documents. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, so... Bank of America is really the issue. So if you're going to, I don't know, if you're going to get an auto loan, unless they got the, the best rate that you can possibly get, uh, you know, choose somebody else. Yeah. I, like I said, I've got a, uh, I got a loan consolidation. Uh, like I got a refinance, like a credit card with like Lending Club. You know what I mean? Like Lending Club is great. You get a decision basically the same day or like the next day. And it's like an, you know, uh, an unsecured loan basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not a <laughs> a secured loan against a vehicle that could that's tracked by the government has a VIN number and everything. You know what I mean, uh, yeah, go different route. There's my advice. Uh, nobody's paying me for this advice. <laughs> Gina, what do you think about that? I mean, you were mostly dealing with it directly, so yeah. I didn't have to experience all of that, but. It did seem like a long time to wait, especially in this age of, you know, <laughs> instant the decision internet yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you, like you filed your taxes online. Three like days. the government was like, "No, you missed the line on your taxes." Yeah, like within was, the same hour. I yeah. think it was a Thursday that some step was supposed to happen, and they said, you know, within two business days or something, and it really took the maximum <laughs> amount of time. Yeah. 
I don't know what's going on. They, they don't have Fred enough Flintstone people. Yeah. I don't know what. I'm sure well, they you know have what? one person that all they do all day is review documents and sign, and they have to sign off on it, you know? And Look, yeah. so, yeah, sure. Every bank has that, right. right? Like, I have worked for, you know, banks before in my lifetime, and I can tell you, they're all similar, right? Like, one, they, they kind of hire each other, right? Like, we got somebody from Chase Bank, you know? And uh, we just hired somebody from Wells Fargo. And that guy leaves and he goes to, I don't know, nationwide, you know, they're lending, whatever, because he used to be at Wells Fargo mortgage lending. Um, yes, you're right. They have a guy doing that or, you know, a lady doing that. Um, but they have it kind of streamlined, you know what I mean? Like, so your point, right, you said maybe they just didn't have anybody there. That could have been the case because yeah. I called them on one other day. I, I forgot to mention this. And then, like, they're like, yeah, we're, we're busy right now. Uh, bye. And they just hung up on me. <laughs> it was like an auto, it was an automated, like, yeah, sorry, uh, we just ran into an issue. It's not going to work. <laughs> and then <just> hung up. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I never, I was going to use, like, I was like, hey, all this time, I was going to be, you know, out, you know, wait them. I just, I'm like, I'm going to be here all day. I will be playing, you know, video games on my computer and just leaving this on, you know, speakerphone the whole yeah. time. But they're like, no, no, we're done. <laughs> no, you can't <laughs> even. That's you. that's serious. I've I've been on one. I think one situation. I can't even remember where. But that 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 yeah, you call and it's automatic, and you're like, yeah, we're we're not gonna take your call right now. Call back. <laughs> Try again later. And you can't. There's no hold. There's no message to be left. It's just. You're not talking to us. Yeah, I think it's a try again some other time. Yeah. It wow. Not, it ain't working out for me today. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I, that's kind of hilarious. I've definitely felt like that, where like, I mean, if somebody messaged me at work, like, hey, can you work on this right now? I'm like, I want to give them that answer, that Bank of nope. America answer. Yeah. You know what? It's not going to work out to you for, for you today. Uh, just try again some other time. <laughs> Magic eight ball. <laughs> just blame all Biden, man. To know. Uh, they're all, all, everybody's just taking that un- unemployment, man. Nobody wants to work. You know, I guess. Yeah, Bank of America's like we ain't got we got nobody here. We called them all. Everybody said no. Four hundred dollars a month, man. Anyway, so that's what happened there. I mean, overall, not a bad experience. I I literally just checked it before this uh, this episode of this show, this program that we are recording uh, right now, and they're like, you know, Carvano's like, hey, you're all good. Delivery's all scheduled. Just make sure you have your car insurance. For this thing, little things like that are kind of weird. Like usually, you just go into the right dealership. Yeah, do I want this car? Do I? And you could buy it right then. Like I'm gonna buy it, and maybe you have some financing. Maybe you talk to their dealership guy, and he gives you the dealership financing. Maybe you get whatever. Yeah, I mean, like we've got a car loan through like Nissan Finance. I don't know. They have a weird name. You know, maybe you got like GM Financial. Uh, you know, I briefly worked for GM Financial. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's verifying documents for people. <laughs> seeing if they really did make enough money to buy this car. Um what you call it? Um yeah, so you know, that you could buy immediately or you could be very prepared. I got my loan, you know, my auto loan, I know price point. Like I got I don't know what, say thirty thousand dollar loan from my credit union, I go in and I know what I want to buy, I know my you know, that kind of stuff. You could do it lots of different ways. Never do you have to come ready to, um, I don't know, with the car insurance information. Usually, yeah. you just, I just call them up that day, like, hey, I'm just going to add this car. And I'm like, uh, yeah, cool. All right, thanks. Done. Uh, but here, I don't know, just kind of. So you have you to, have, to have, have it. Have, 
have it ready when you when we show up. That's interesting. I've never heard of that either. I usually wait like two months before I get car insurance. <laughs> no, okay. just see about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so what's gonna happen? I'll, I'll we'll let you know, right? Because I think the first is when it comes here. It's gonna be. Um, it's gonna show up. They're gonna do a trade in, right? They're they're gonna give us the keys to the to the new car, uh, and then we're gonna look, you know, get fifteen minutes. They said to kind of drive it out, drive it around, make sure it's all good. Uh, it doesn't suck as you do in fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then then they're gonna take our car, I guess. It's, it's, I wonder how they uh, plan. It's like, is I this a trade no in? Idea. All right, sweet. Now I gotta ride back. Otherwise, unload what? one. <laughs> Does he just ask me? He's like, hey, uh, do you think you can give me a ride back to Carvana headquarters? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's how they plan to to do it, um, and then you get seven days, you know, to return it. I, I think don't think they'll drive the car here. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, no, they Jake drop it off. Language. Yeah, they Jake drop it off or some shit, right? Yeah, I forgot about that. Joyriding <laughs> in our new ride. <laughs> I, I don't say I was think, thinking kind of practical. Like if you came to my dealership, like yeah, can I take delivery? Like sure, I can drive over there. You think? Uh, I guess you gotta get an Uber back. Thing is nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good ride. I'm, yeah, I was. Just, I, I would have bought go. that too. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna drop it. Off. I don't know. Like it, it's some practicalities we gotta think about. They're like, can that's their problem. Yeah, can a truck that can drop off a car fit here? I mean, I guess I don't know. They, uh, whoever sold me that roaster wasn't worried about it. They weren't yeah, not was worried say, about whether they could get it on say, my street or not. We're, we're gonna handle it like Dell did. Like, yeah, until it gets off of there. What Whatever. do you mean stand behind the car as it's rolling down? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I mean, just in case. Just put you know? a hand out. Put a hand out. Your van is coming. It just needs a little resistance, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just give it a little shake. I think it's kind of stuck. Uh, yeah, so that's what's going to They're going to drop it off, and then I guess they're going to load up ours and then take it and sell it to somebody else, right? Uh, so you can buy, buy the car that was mine. It's good. Recycling, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, all that's good. Uh, so did you guys read that uh, thing that I shared about the, the NFT. Charlie bit me <laughs> video? Yeah. It, it's a NFT now? Yeah, yeah, it sold for like 700 something thousand dollars. I still... So that family has to take it off YouTube permanently. I don't understand. They don't I have to. They just chose to, I think, to sweeten the deal. I guess... Can they still watch it at home within their home movie collection? Well, that article said that dude found like 40 different sites that have it like in half a second. So it's not going to be off the Internet. You'll be able to find it. I don't yeah, see the value. Weird. Who would buy it? <sighs> I don't. I wouldn't buy it. Well, I wouldn't buy it for listeners, any Listeners, y'all remember that video, right? It came out mentioned. in like. 2000, what, seven or something? Yeah, the little British kid, his baby brother bites his finger. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I think people are investing in it in this thinking that it will somehow pay off, even though nobody really can see the end of the road for it all. I don't know. Yeah, and I guess the other thing I learned from that article was that the family made, I guess, a pretty good amount of money just off the fame of that video, How enough so? to send their kids to private school, 
I don't know. I mean, what? They just probably went on, made appearances. Went on shows and stuff. Hey, what's up? We got Charlie and the kid that complained about Charlie biting him. Yep. Biting Charlie is what we call him in our household. (laughs) And then they had the nerve to, like, share what Charlie's perspective on what happened. I'm like, that kid doesn't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, He was an infant. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I don't know. He put his finger in my mouth, and so I I bit it. (laughs) Says someone who watched the video. Yeah, that that reminds me of the uh, was it cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I am I'm a connoisseur of children's movies now. Uh, well, they're, they're one of the characters is like a, the kid that was on, like on a can of tuna or something like that. It's it's a take on that that thing where like the little girl getting then dogs biting her her. Uh, yeah, the her copper swimsuit kid. or something. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and he's like, oh, and but he's like grown now. You know what I mean, like, but he's a big Still fat dude. To yeah, the he's pose. like, and he he just shows up to events and then in the diaper and then still does it. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah, and so that's that's the joke. Uh, and I, it sounds like those people are there. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up? It's Charlie. Uh, for two hundred bucks, I will bite your finger. Yeah, you know? <laughs> give that finger. <laughs> uh, three hundred bucks, you can take a picture of me doing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Four hundred dollars, my brother will say Charlie bit your finger, <laughs> and that looks like Still it hurt. Still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we take uh, we take Venmo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we need to do something like that. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah cash I'm in. Yeah, gotta find. Well, I tell you what, you, you guys want to pay me five hundred dollars, I will be on your podcast, <laughs> <laughs> telling my stories on your podcast. Sweet yeah. deal. Yeah, I might even let you talk on your podcast. <laughs> With me, it's a little extra, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, that's, that's I guess, I guess it's that's it. Del, you sent something else, right? You sent a little linky link. Uh, I did, but it, oh uh, yeah, you were trying to get me to like. You oh, you too, yeah. So, so we on this on this series of podcast episodes, we've talked about. I think it was like the second episode of this volume. I was like, man, U2 is kind of non good, man. Um, the jangly guitar, Bono kind of yawn singing at you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's, it's kind of, uh, I, again, will admit, just very briefly recapping those discussions, U2 is fine. I can see why they're popular. It's a time and place kind of thing, right? In those years in 1984, if you wanted to hear some music that sounded like that, they were they were it. And, you know, they he's like, You two again, Dad, I don't want to hear you too. Uh I mean and so uh was it uh Beato there, he was just kinda going into it. I, the thing about him is like is it like any person who's like loves what you know, the thing, like I can watch a shitty basketball game and I could tell you a lot of good things that happened in there. It's like, oh yeah, this guy did a great job pinned down here. I could talk about it. Yeah. It doesn't mean I love it or thought it was amazing. I still love basketball, but it doesn't mean I necessarily thought that was the greatest game I ever saw. Now he likes you two and he thinks that they're great, but he can talk. I mean, he, and he has. I think he has a couple other, couple other episodes where he's like, um, you know, why why this pop song? The top hundred or top ten pop songs that he sees or something like that, right? And he's like. Let's just go through them. We'll listen to them together. And you just yeah. like, oh, yeah, that was good. Nice sound. Good mix. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the drums on that one. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah he can appreciate the production quality of, th- of music he wouldn't necessarily listen to. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he talked about that song, how they mixed it. I think it's also cheating that they recorded it in D and then slowed it down so it was a D flat. Um, you know, little recording tricks everybody does. Yeah. Um, so what does that mean? Then I hit, now I got to learn it, but in D flat now, huh? He's like, what? I didn't play it in D. Flat. <laughs> I played it in D. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, my my problem with that song, that song specifically, where uh, still haven't found what you're looking for, is that. It you know it does a big swell, but it doesn't really swell. It doesn't ever change. It's just on, and you're just like, man, this song's still on, and then it's still on, and nothing's changed about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That say, stereo I, gum I, article you re- replied with talks about that. Yeah. So uh, that was the article that I originally read. Yeah. Right? I, mean, I, I think. I, yeah, I think you'd sent it before. Yeah. Uh, I think that he's up to. That guy who's doing the the it's number ones column, right? Mm-hmm. On Stereo Gum. He's up to nineteen eighty eight now, I think. I think he just did two days ago, Sweet Child of Mine. Uh, which hit number one in nineteen eighty seven. Anyway. So all of them are good. Like he, he said, it's yeah. a good column. It's a it's a good shtick. It's a it's a smart column to do. I it's think uh, something that gives you a lot of longevity. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because he, he's doing one from everything from 1958, and he did this like three years ago, yeah. and he's still writing about him now. Yeah. So you know, it gives him something to write. The I think another guy did something similar on like I think it was IO9, where they did. I'm I'm lying. I'm already lying. I think it might have been AV Club. Yeah, he where he just like reviews all the. Action movies, number one action movie or something like that, uh, and then he was like number one superhero movies. It, that same kind of deal. It, it you know it's just the thing to talk about, uh, and just you know a way to talk about some movies and uh, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I thought it was funny that that video came up that YouTube because I you mentioned Beato before. I watch him a lot too, and uh, that in pretty recent history we just talked about you too and he just did that <laughs> yeah that what makes this song great but those are not great he's he i've watched some of those where he's literally like what what makes this song great and he'll like be like listen to this intro and then he's like now listen to this part and he doesn't ever talk about why <laughs> like yeah. he's just yeah. like listen to this that series is very much hit or miss like yeah. that. like i think he's done a couple where he uh or he breaks it down he's like i think the nirvana one he said he's like listen like smell like teen spirit he's like he's singing um making this up right now it's like an e flat nine at 11 or something like that yeah it's like very melancholy right like if you're gonna do like and he just kind of plays on the piano and he's like you see that you see how it's like very it has a melancholy feel to it uh and he's like yeah not like kurt cobain did he know that no but he he knew it because he's singing he's like what's the right feel for this thing right he's like that's why the song's great like and those insights are great because i've listened to smells like teen spirit you know seven billion times uh so it was great to get that you right. know because i don't know what he's singing, what the chord, like what, you know, the, all the other stuff that only a guy that's been in love with music for, you know, 50,000 years, like he has, you know, a lot of, so that's the the part yeah. that I wanted to hear. Like, why do I like this so much? And he's like, oh, well, because that's a, you know, E flat nine 
Uh, I mean, again, I'm just throwing out things here. Right. You just that's why that's why you like it because it uh, you know it completes this uh, this harmony this harmonic progression that you didn't know you know comes to a crescendo right here at this point and you didn't even know that mm-hmm. like oh that's why it sounds so satisfying when they they hit you know whatever that's what I wanted. That's, you know what I mean? So that's cool to get that from him. But yeah, there's a, a lot of them where he's like, yeah, and you just play the songs. Like, that, and that song great. <laughs> uh, Rick, this is called Why Is It Great? <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Man. Well, we, uh, I played a show on Saturday in Ocean Springs, and it was the first. I think it's the first show since the pandemic where it felt like it was wide open. Like the gates were wide open. People were out to party and it was packed and crazy and really overwhelming. And I told Sarah, I don't think I've ever seen this many people here at this venue for a show. (laughs) She's like, Oh yeah, they've been more than this before. You just don't remember. (laughs) So you know, Gina, Gina, I think she was saying, telling me, I don't know where you heard it, Gina, who's just appeared back in the room uh, from dealing with our kid, um, that you can see why the Roaring Twenties were roaring, because after the 1918 pandemic and, you know, World War One and whatnot, everybody's like, you know what, let's just throw a fucking party. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you need see a release. what's what. Yeah. So I can see that happen. I mean, some people have already, you know, been doing that, you know. Uh, some anti-vaxxers out there, anti-maskers, those people. But, uh, you know, I think it's relieving to see. You know, like Everybody's been talking about, been watching NBA playoffs. Everybody's like, oh, man, it's wonderful to have a crowd of this side. Don't you think, oh, yeah, it's great to see everybody back out here, you know, just enjoying things, you know, and that's what we want to see, you know, so. Stuff like that. You get that same speech every day. Yeah. Um, Gina, what do you think about it? Um, like, do I think that's happening? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I also, do you like you too? Now that you made watch that video that Dell sent. No, <laughs> I still think Bono sounds like he's yawning. All the time. You know who else sounds like they're <laughs> yawning when they're singing? Pavarotti. Uh, you mean Pavarotti? Pavarotti. <laughs> What did you say, Pavio Roddy? I don't know. I could, extra my, Italianize his name? My, no, my voice, my words just didn't come out correctly. Pavio Roddy. My, uh, my uh, southernness got in the way of my <laughs> myself. Uh, I mean, yeah, there, there's a, I mean, there's a. It's a thing. Like yawning is not very different than singing. You know? that's no, yeah, you're taught to, that's why I said he probably was yawning is because one of the things you're taught when you start singing, especially opera is, uh, or operatic style singing, is to lift your soft palate, which is what happens when you yawn naturally. So a lot of people... You just did it. Yeah, Yeah, teach you to... They say yawn. He said yawn. He made me yawn. Del saw me yawn, and he yawned. Everybody's going to be yawning now. Yeah, so it's better. It creates more (laughs) space and more resonance in in your face and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but he just sounds like he's yawning though. Like yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. I figured that's well. probably the the deeper point you were trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
This kid does not want Gina to be on the show. He does not like her <laughs> mic, <laughs> her headphones. He wants all uh, the attention. So uh, the other thing that Gina said, this is Gina's uh, observation, is that uh, she does not like when people refer to the edge as the edge. <laughs> like <laughs> I think Rick Beato was like saying something like that. He's like, yeah, so we, you know, edge the edge is doing there, right? He's like, you know, he has this uh, sus cord and. Um, yeah, she's like, I can't, I can't continue watching this because uh, I don't want to hear him call. I don't want to hear anybody call somebody else the edge. So uh, no, for me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was laughing. I've always wondered why that I don't even know his real name, and nobody uh, ever refers to him by his real name. You know, it's not just like so and so the edge, so and so. You know, it's like. That's just what his name is, the Edge. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. I, I thought some he was. Uh, he meaning Beato uh, had a little. He had some amazing praise for him. I was like, I don't know about all that. He's like, he's just one of the greatest guitarists ever. It's just like his orchestration, you know. Just what? I mean, again, cool. Uh, but you know, no, that's a no for me. Uh, no. I think, yeah, I think he's probably overcompensating because he gets overlooked because he's not a really great technical or virtuosic guitar player. You know, yeah. so he's trying to give him some love for his. Yeah, he's like Tom Morello, kind of more innovative than skilled. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think that is that's fine. Like you know, again. Looking at like say sports and stuff, right? There's a lot of people like that can do more things than say like the best basketball player. Like, well, this guy can just dribble the fastest. You're like, well, that's cool, but you don't necessarily need to dribble the fastest to win a basketball game, yeah. which is ultimately the goal, right? And um, like maybe that could serve you if there's a particular moment where you need fast dribbles or something. You know what I mean, and uh, you know, same thing. It's like, who has the most powerful shot in soccer? Uh, it doesn't matter. Can you put it where you need to put it? Uh, you know, can you get that shot off whenever you need to get it off? I mean, like that kind of stuff is, is more important. So it's like, uh, and I think, was it Paul Gilbert, right? Guitarist. He, you know, he's a 80s shredder, hair metal kind of guy. He did the drill, <laughs> the, the power drill on mm -hmm. the guitar. He said he was always doing that as a joke because he thought it was silly. Everybody was talking about how fast you could play it. So he said some people recognized that for the joke that it was, and other people thought he was just being serious. Um, but, yeah, like, it doesn't matter how fast you can play the guitar if the song doesn't call for that, you know? Right. Sometimes the song calls for a light touch. Right. Right? Sometimes it's, it calls for you to play the, you know, I don't know an E chord perfectly in time when it needs to happen, right? And not show that you know the pentatonic scales on all of the neck, right? Right. Yeah. You know, so, it, yeah. It, it There's, yeah, time and place. So, cool, yeah, you know, good for the edge, I guess. You know, it's, it's, he's made a lot, <laughs> he's made a lot of money, made a lot of people happy, people enjoy his music. I don't think that he, you know, needs to be in a contest with anybody. <laughs> Yeah. Who can guitar better? You know, whatever. And you can also blame him for modern worship music, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of that kind of guitar playing. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of that. I get it. 
I'm not telling anybody to not enjoy that kind of style or that kind of music. It's just not what I want to listen to. Not every single song for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I, you know, like that song, I was like, yes, you know, uh, where the streets have no name, with or without you, and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I'm not sure right now I could tell you the difference between all of them. Yeah. Like, Rick Beato can, I guess, because he's whatever. He's also listened to them a lot more in depth. But to me, I think that that kind of fresh impression also matters a little bit. And I'll, I'll you know, it's, I've listened to U2 songs in lots of different contexts. I've even sought them out a couple of times, you know. And I can't say that, I can't say that I, they still don't really stand out to me how they go. And, uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Now, ACDC. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say anything. but <laughs> I wanted to cut you off at the pass. <laughs> you did. You got me. Yeah. Sorry, I'm speaking of basketball players. I was watching the Lakers and, and the Suns play. Um, so what else was, what's going on with your roaster? Did you get it all hooked up or whatever? I've ordered the, I think last time I maybe mentioned ordering, having to have special exhaust pipe fabricated and still waiting on that to get shipped, okay. made and shipped. So Do you have to make metal for you? Is yeah. that what has to happen? Yep. But I did get my custom coffee bags in this week, so. Fancy. Yeah. Got you know, sometime... In the next week or so, I gotta send you the deranged penguin uh, beer mug. That's yeah, the beer glass that we got. Uh, your your set, and I mean, you know, like once you get them, it was. I thought it would be a good idea to get them shipped all here to me, and then I could send them out that way. But I realized, and then I'm like, now that's work. Now I gotta pack it up. I gotta <laughs> ship it. It's glass, you know. What I mean, special handling on it. Oh, jeez. So it might just live here forever. So. That's that's all right. <laughs> it so, might could just never leave. Just another reason to make me come down there. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I think Gina, do you have anything that you want me to talk about for you on your behalf? <laughs> she's she's being uh, kidnapped over there. Kid is happy now. That's what happens. Yeah. It's understandable. I mean, you know, like, I'm sure if he could communicate, he'd probably say, look, when you have that mic, you're a little distracted, and, you know, like, it's not really it's not really working out for me. Yeah, it just, you know, <laughs> now I get a steady flow here. It just It's not working for me, Mom. <laughs> but all he can do right now is just go, ah! So <laughs> that's what he does. Um. So, you know, whatever. What else? We, we're coming up at the end. Del, um, what can we expect? Are you going to be touring anywhere? Should we tell the people to look out for you on tour? Um, we're Playing talking about... Nelson's famous hits. We're trying <laughs> We're trying to get a little mini tours with Red and Revelers. They're like five or six days in a row here and there, but nothing, nothing big. Uh, Wait, before you continue, whatever yeah. I ask you, to hum the first bar of the third song you played in your last set. Ready? Holy crap. Set. Go. The third bar of the last song? No, the first bar of the third song that you played in your last set. 
in the last set. Yes. Your most recent gig yeah. that you played. Yeah. What was the third song? Of the last set? I mean, whatever, I, We man. played four sets. All right. Well, fine. Your last set. What was the third uh, song? It may be... Hum the, hum the first bar. Ready, go. The, of the melody or of the actual song? <laughs> I can't. The first bar, man. I just, can't. You, know, you could literally just choose anything, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. That's it. <laughs> I'm not <listening>. <laughs> <laughs> It's Purple Rain, obviously. Uh, all right. So there you go. Um, cool. So you're on tour? Or it was on your website or something like that? It, you go to Red and the Revelers Facebook page and find all the Facebook. gigs. Facebook page. What's that's the okay. main That's the main performing band right now. Organized Grime is recording this Sunday, and we're about to release some music. So keep an eye out on the Organized Grime's Bandcamp page. All right. Are you, do you browse Bandcamp a lot? Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll try it here and there. I mean, there's I prob- just a lot of music. Yeah. There's I, just a lot of I music. I probably would have if, I, if it had been around when I was a teenager. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I try. It's easier for me to just browse Apple Music and look at people's, you know. Browse, yeah. But I try to, you know, like, there's people, indie people trying to make it, you know, just little things here yeah. and there. So I'll try it. Um, there's a lot of miss. There's some hit. Yeah, we'll we'll be on Apple Music too if that's your if that's your jam. So, uh, I mean, no, yeah, I'm I'm just saying it's yeah. like it's cool that you're on Bandcamp. There's a lot of people on Bandcamp. I'm listening to albums on yeah. Bandcamp. I was just thinking about that, trying to browse it, and uh, yeah, you no. can find a lot of stuff, a lot of underground stuff, a lot of popular mainstream stuff. You know, just a lot of stuff. There's just a lot of music. SoundCloud too, and yeah, but it's it's noise, right? It not noise in like the musical way, but just like static. Like, how do you get how do you to, organize all that information? Yeah, yeah, and how do you parse out the stuff that you don't want to get so you can get at the stuff that you are interested in or that might appeal to you? Yeah, it's really hard. Algorithms, man. That's how they do it. Yeah. Algorithms. And it's replaced, uh, hey, I listened to this. You should try it. I think you'll like it. Right. Yeah, which is just an algorithm, you know, just a human one. But, mm-hmm. um, I think we're done, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Derange Penguin Podcast episode uh, what is this, 14? I think so. Gina, take yeah, us we... out. <laughs> Yell it. Yell it. <laughs> he said, take us out. Ready? Bye. <laughs> 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 She's in the room. She's been, like, kind of, you know, like, directing. She's like a producer. Like, no, bring yeah. it down. Yeah. Bad joke. <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> Don't do that one. One more and of these and you're out of here. I think she said p- p- more jangly guitar. Can we get jangly guitar and like yawning sounds? Is what uh, big YouTube fan that Gina is. Uh, yeah, so we're we're done, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Sub- subscribe. Leave some feedback, and wh- whatever way you can, let us know what you think of the show. How could it be improved? All the other stuff. Uh, give us your Bandcamp link. We'll maybe listen to your stuff. <laughs>